Yo, this is Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. Yeah, I changed the whole beginning up just for the weekend. And shouts out to all the people who feel me, basically told me to record today. That's some cool ass shit. And I, I actually appreciate that. <clears throat> and I'll tell you many different reasons why. But uh, even then, you know, incidentally, this is the Hearing Killer, hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. I have much to say. I'm really, really excited. I can't really even contain it. It's not cool for a dude to, like, jump up and down like a kid would, you know, at the sight of meeting someone new for the first time or basically coming up or having a collaborative idea with someone that, you know, you can showcase your abilities as a creative. And I just, you know, incidentally have this opportunity. So now I have to pace myself so that I don't, like... (laughs) do what I did in track in like senior year when I tried to like pole vault for the first time and I was just like you know gung-ho with it so anybody else listening to this podcast for the first time yo you must understand this is one of the weirdest things you're ever going to listen to period point blank period this is a creative a writer this is 2022 uh shouts out to anybody on the west coast shouts out to my girl shouts out to my son Shouts out to uh, my homies. Shouts out to anybody podcasting. Like, I got so much to be thankful for, and it's so not cool to jump up and down. So I got to, like, all contain it and then just, like, you know, smile at myself later while I, like, do other things. But anyway. (laughs) Yo, so anyone also, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you must understand that this is a writer's room. And I do interchangeably go back and forth with what it is that forces me to be a creative, but is, you know, something from my ability as a self to express and something that I look at as art therapy to, you know, express myself that way. See, for a dude to say that, it sounds so funny. Um, Anyway, (laughs) for other creatives to do so, is their own way in doing that. And I can't tell another creative how to, you know, go about their creative process. I was thinking about how I was going to break it down to others. And I was just like, yo, the best way is to look at my way as a template. Because what I'm selling you, I'm writing in my head. And it's not just an idea. Like, I could go and talk about it in a different place and it still have some weight. Or credence. I'm trying to express it in a different language right now. Like, I'm trying to do so many different things. So, anyway, enough, you know, <laughs> what do you call this? Hubris and this, this, that, and the third. You get down to it. And uh, you can find my books on Amazon. Shouts out to my homie on, uh, excuse me, homies. Like, there's a hella creatives out right now online that are doing cool shit on Discord. Like, it just, you know, simple flexing, like, as <laughs> the only thing I could just express and say, like, you, as a, a person in 2022, I'm not going to even say it, as a person, your perspective is amazing right now, I don't know if you know it, but you may want to tap into whatever it is that you do a little bit, because it's fucking cool, 
And the way that I see us and the potential that we have creatively is some shit that I'm excited for. And I can't wait to, you know, pass it on and pass the torch to someone and be like, yo, this is creatively your potential. Like, that's the, that's only what my imagination can go towards. Now you got yours added and it's beyond that by default. So, yeah, wrap that in my, wrap that in my, in your mind, like, <laughs> and, um, also, I, I do go off on tangents, but it, it makes sense in the grand scheme of things in my creative process, and so if you understand, you know, this being a different podcast series than, you know, NPR or some shit like this, you'll definitely understand that this is, you know, something that I put some time and effort towards. And uh, I'm, I'm really, you know, when someone challenges me, I, I take those personally, but I love them and I know which ones to accept and which ones to ignore and look at it as just like cap or just, you know, something that we, we don't even discuss. And my friend, and he's like the homie and he's a creative and he's telling me these things that I'm thinking of in my head and I've already seen them um, beforehand and was already prepared for someone to come to me and ask me, hey, dude, I, hey, write this, write that story that way, and, and then do that, and then uh, I'll do that, you feel me, like, that's only a challenge of what I can match, but creatively, I've already pushed myself to those limits where I would sit down, you know, every day for over a month period and press my creative button to the point where I had to do it and I would do nothing else until it was done. A list of seven impossible ideas, you feel me? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm utilizing every sense that I have, every ability to press a day so it's not the same, where I'm literally, you know, experiencing this sense of, uh, what would you call that? Groundhog Day, back in the day, like long, long time ago. And I was trying to see, you know what I'm saying, what it was that this creative mind could press towards. And I was boom, 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 boom. You feel me? So my friend, long story short, asked me, he was like, hey, man, what if, you know, people pay you to write a, an idea or they come up with a character or something like this? And, you know, besides copywritten things and considerations, I've, you know, thought of this many times before. I've actually... Uh, written this up you can look and check in my what cloud drive and I've actually versed this to a non-for-profit where I would donate stories based off of the creative ideas of what these uh, individuals came with now obviously there are legalities with that <laughs> I, I am fully aware that an NFT is a non-fungible token and that copywritten has to be filed in the Library of Congress and that's another reason why people have patents, people have, you know, things that they own. So <laughs> the thing, though, you know, just in the consideration of someone, you know, pressing me to that point and asking me, I am always accepting of creatives if someone was there to match the energy and I could see, you know, a creative effort come to fruition that all parties involved would, you know, be... I would say not even like just further intricate and further made uh, better as a, a unit that way 
And I've seen this with different groups. I've seen many different people do things with podcasts and series. And I'm not, you know, a dude that's going to get on there and talk about politics and shit. Like, literally, I'm one of those weird motherfuckers that I'm not in a bar, but still could have an engaging conversation. And I've literally talked to rocket scientists before. And I wish I was fucking... I wish I was joking. Like, excuse the F-bombs. Like, no. Like, I've talked to a rocket scientist before. I've talked to many, many different people who add to this caveat or uh, caveat, excuse me, of what I would consider my perspective. And being as who I am, you know what I'm saying, I, I try not to over-centralize or articulate to make it seem like I'm more intellectual or different it's simply what I've witnessed. You feel me? Like, <laughs> if you know what, ask a black person what code switching is. Go ahead, put it in your search in Google bar and be like, hey, code, C-O-D-E, switch, S-W-I-T-C-H. You feel me? I think I may or may misspelled it, but don't tell my spelling teacher from second grade. I think her name was Miss Chandler. Anyway, um, yo, like, Code switching, you speak one way with one person and then you switch it up and switch the flow with someone else so that you can better communicate. (laughs) It's certain things and it's not, you know what I'm saying, not being real to self. It pretty much gets shit done if you're talking in different languages, if you're talking in different places, but people understand Snoop Dogg is still going to talk the way anyway. um, So... This challenge has been set out before me, and I really am looking forward to what I can bring to it. Essentially, Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds is the stories that I came up with because I wanted to come up with a never-ending story, something that I could always work on until I'm old and gray. And then it would live beyond, you know, me creating this new mythology, but something that I could not explain. And the stories and creating characters is the gift. Like, that's the fun part. Like, I could literally read off from the last book that I wrote. And you saw me, you know what I'm saying, chilling with my girl, filming me going to the beach, you know, polishing and finishing up the last and finishing touches. It's not something that I'm, like, super flexed on. Like, I'm telling people, like, creatives still create. Creatives are going to get online. They're going to do their shit. And other people are going to, uh, what would you call it? <laughs> Some people are going to comment on those said things. And so now you have a rhythm, I suppose, uh, an audience. And I look at society in many different ways, but uh, my hat's off to anyone, you know, still furthering the craft, still looking into different ways because by the time I'm old and gray, I'm going to be looking for new ways still, you know what I'm saying, and to further intricate and make certain things that I'm looking for and to further like my, my way of thinking of it. There's never a point of rigidity where I'm super comfortable with, you know, like I'm just going to be like chilling, like, <laughs> like going to this and doing that. No, like I'm really, it, it's those, those moments in life that, that make it so much more fun that makes a story worth and meaning and gives some, you know, remembrance to. Why would you remember a story in the first place? Oh, well, I heard this story and me and my homies was rapping about this. Well, 
you know, it, it has some sense of like boys in the hood or something like this, a reference or, you know, the lack thereof um, or saturation because it's one, you know, artistic story that, you know, nobody had, you know, replicated before nor since. And, and that's why I look at many and no shots fired to anybody who is a creative and, and remakes certain things or does uh, art and repaints originals or any of that. Those are people who give hay for doing art. <laughs> they flexing by, you know what I'm saying, saying how a design has become so rememberable now. So me, uh, once again, it's 12 minutes in. I'm, I'm telling you, and my homie was like, yo, fuck the creative process. Just break down the story, bro. I, I, I had to break down the creative process a little bit more to show people that I'm not just you know, bullshitting when I say that I'm a writer, like I did a book before you, like many times over, and now I get to articulate and talk about these stories a little bit, and, oh, the story where it is now for the fifth book, uh, I'm, you know, meandering different characters into it, right, and so he's like, you know, what's up with the storyline, man, what's up with everyone that's doing stuff in there, I'm really, really playing with like this this set stage that I have and I've never seen anything like it before so it's taking me some time to process a giant state that's the size of a city or a city that's the size of a state and how you know just how you would design that engineering wise and then how you would make it flow or lack thereof and then how that would look and then how the other parts would look at different times of the day along with all the people there you know saying the sheer volume of you know what they're doing it's not just a grand bazaar of people just standing around doing nothing different times of the day have different people doing different things so i'm like well fuck like these guys are doing this and these guys are doing that and so I intricately designed where, you know, if I had came up to this point in explaining what it was that I was thinking of, the best description I could give was that I, I saw this and all of these people forgot their memories. That's the beginning point of my story. So literally hundreds of thousands of people are having a case of mass amnesia at the same time. And so you look at this and you would think of, you know, like, oh shit, like mass hysteria, People flipping out, people doing all kind of thing, rape, pillage, you know, stabbing, whatever, whatever, right? But this point, and in different parts, you know what I'm saying, I want it to be where these people are so practical, like, they're so genius, like, <laughs> it's like one genius rubbed off on all of them, like, and then they just all, like, got it, and then they just start clicking their own way where all the different parts start acting like cosmic, like whatever entities or I guess celestial beings where you look at, well, literally the, the planet they're on is called celestial, but what I mean by that is like how planets revolve around something or how uh, other things and comets, you know, intersect or vector through uh, inertia or time space perpetually, infinitely. And then you look at these characters and how I wanted to describe them doing the same way, where uh, it would kind of be like a supernova or something like this, or someone coming and exploding and like, 
Like, <laughs> see, explaining that without, you know, articulating with my hands and gestures, you, you would think I'm just, up, but that's what video podcast is for. And I, I appreciate people listening and understanding that I just explained it to you. So there. Uh, also, uh, that's pretty much where the fifth book is, but that point is just the, the beginning part of where the day is shifted into the night. So you have this balance of both and kind of where this mass congregation comes together. And I'm still writing this part too. And actually I have already in my head. It's pretty much actually low key. I think I did write it down in one of these papers over here. But anyway, the light and dark have this, you know, natural agreement of non-interference. And obviously, you know, it's a balance and understanding how a balance works or telling someone what balance is, is always falling in the gray area. And so that's what they were coming up into this meeting about. And they were just like, how can you determine this if it's at nighttime and in my zone? And then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they're like, well, if it was in the daytime, I mean, you know that shit wouldn't fly. Like, you know, why you talking about this, this, and then intricately explaining certain things. And so it's kind of like this uh, non-verbal agreement or non-committed, constituted thing that gets accepted in this town or this city or this particular area of non-interference. And then they constantly have this like update or this, this message board where they, they update the rules as to what happens during this point in time and this time and, and kind of not to get caught up in the game where people know not to fall uh, in certain jurisdictions and doing certain things um, have obvious consequences. And anybody who, and this coming from someone who knows nothing, like, you know, you just don't do certain things in different areas and that's kind of, kind of how the city breaks down. And uh, I, I describe a few characters as how they go, you know, cascading through head first through all of those worlds at the same time, perpetually, perpetually to access uh, something that was lost, uh, a lost memory. So that was like, that was like some cool ass things that I was working on. If anyone was saying like, oh, well, what, what, you know, story you working on or just fuck the creative flow. Like, no, like the creative flow, I, I even if, a hundred thousand people wanted me to record, you know what I'm saying, a podcast and then be like, hey, record that shit right now so I can listen. I would still have to, you know what I'm saying, go through my process, you know, check on people in my life and then, you know, access this creative aspect as a gift because I, I love every part of it. So be looking for more. This is V, aka Vernon English. Hit me on uh, Discord, hit me on TikTok, excuse me, Twitter, hit me on all those, uh, Insta, and uh, you'll see uh, multi-platform art, Amazon.com too, and hit the subscribe button. Peace, peace.